0: Go. Streaming from South Africa to the, world. to
1: the world,
0: this is the Stonks Go Moon podcast. What just happened? We break it down so you don't have to. Welcome everyone to the Stonks Go Moon podcast. My guest today is Scott Andrews. He is a account manager at Forex Briefcase. Scott, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Rocco. Thanks for having me back.
0: No, nah, it's such a pleasure, friend of the show. By now, listen: the rise of buy now, pay later in Australia. Um, we have got multiple companies seeming to have set up shop, the likes of Klarna, PayPal. Uh, what do you think makes Australia such a unique location, geographically speaking?
1: I, you know, I read, I read the the questions, and I looked at, it and I just, it's a good question. I mean, it's a, it's an offering, especially for. Uh, you know, younger people that they just seem to be drawn to it, and they they just like spending a lot of money, even though you know they don't make a lot.
0: But it's just,
1: and it's so easy why do you and- think
0: it's culture, all right
1: Yeah, I, look, I've never used it before. I I bought a little bit, you know, in the peak of the cycle, and got shaken out, and but I I didn't really understand, and I didn't sort of look honestly with how difficult it is to. Uh, you know, make a living when you're younger because of everyone getting a uni degree and and then no one really wants to save. So, but, you know, it's, yeah, people just love using it. It's just prolific.
0: Because if you look at other, like, locations, look at Great Britain, look at America, mm. look at Africa, even Africa, I mean, you would think by now, pay later would, like, skyrocket, but it's not. Mm. It seems to be this little continent in Asia Right, that yeah. is absolutely booming. So, so something is obviously happening there, and you might be right. It might be the um, the younger generation embracing this almost uh, almost say, quick access or easy access to funds. Right, mm-hmm. that I can kick down, kick the bucket down, the, the you know, to right. whenever.
1: And. I think another factor was the very attractive government assistance during COVID. It was ah. it was seven hundred and fifty dollars a week. People were getting you that's know? a lot of so money. It was yeah, and even if you were working, you would still you would still get it. And it was that's fifteen hundred a fortnight on top of what you make if you are somehow affected by COVID. Like the government w- was open
0: opening the gates to anyone nearly. Wow, that's interesting. That might be a major factor that I, that even mm. I missed. Uh, listen, our friend Mr. Dorsey uh, from uh, Twitter fame and also Square, they just bought Afterpay. Um, that's massive news in the fintech world. Good for Australian fintech. Afterpay being an Australian startup company. Um, what what does that mean for for the industry down there?
1: It's it's int- I was listening to a few commentators on. I did a little research and. You've got two camps. You've got, oh, you know, it's like um, there was this gentleman that sold out of a, a large shopping center chain and he got out just at the peak. And if you have a look at the afterpay board, they're all like, yep, let's do it. So there's two two thoughts here. It's okay. They know that it's probably done its dash and they're like, this is perfect. Or there's a lot more growth there. So There's a lot of other sympathy plays that are going on right now. The zip pay is the second biggest, Uh, you know, I've been day trading that a little bit, but I'm not particularly good at getting that stock and I missed the run up. But so it's interesting. It's either going to be, this is a one-off thing or there's going to be some other moves from other competitors on, you know, some other smaller ones, maybe not zip. I everyone's saying zip, but there's a few others like, uh, OpenPay and IOUs up like thirty percent as well. A real small one, real penny stock type. that has been beaten down for you know months. So, I think are I we
0: know. seeing a surge in of Australian fintech companies now because of this buyout?
1: It, it looks like there's some sympathy plays, and in regards to oh, sympathy uh, plays. Uh, I startups. like that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, sympathy plays. Yeah. All so right.
1: In in regards to startups, it's you know, since February and March when there was that big pullback and, you know, there's been some concerns about inflation. I, I, you know, I'm sure there's going to be people that are looking to take advantage of this because of this particular situation. So there's there's nothing that's really hit, hit my radar like that's brand new. There's there's EML, there's SZL, you know, IOU. There's a, like IOU is really small. So and then there's Zip is the second biggest one as well but a lot of these companies they're still yeah they're very high growth potential and
0: (laughs) i think what took everyone by surprise was the absolute yeah out of the blue it happened out of the blue nothing was on the radar wasn't even speaking about and just happened so there might be something happening let's shift gears a bit um last Mm. time you were on we spoke a bit about iron ore. not really touch on it but there's been some big moves lately.
1: Yeah, there has. So we've seen it sort of back down well below 200 ton US and it's sort of stabilized a little bit. We saw over the weekend, well, last week it was down about 10% and then yesterday it was down a little bit and now it's sort of stabilized and it's been down here before around 180 and it has bounced a little bit. I'm actually long overnight an iron ore stock. So we'll see. You know, I just sort of bottomed out a little. So we'll see if this is just a little bit of, you know, a, a bounce opportunity yeah. or if we're going to see it dip a little bit lower.
0: Why is iron ore so important for the Australian on, uh, um, industry uh, economy? So in
1: the state I'm in, Western Australia, there's just, it's, it's a very big state but there's not a lot of uh, population. And in, in more the central region of the state and, and more north, there's a lot of iron ore and it's high quality. Now, I don't know a lot about iron ore. I probably, you know, should know a little more, but really it's just China loves it. And for now it looks like... <laughs>
0: That's the best one. I wrote a piece this week and I basically said, the dragon likes what the dragon likes and the dragon seems to like iron ore.
1: Yeah, and you know it's very expensive, and this is not going to last for People are saying you know super cycle, but that usually means it's getting toppy when everyone's like, oh, it's a super cycle, and it looks like there's cracks showing in China with you know debt situations and the like. So it's yeah, it's going to have to come back down. And so we'll, this is an interesting point now in the in the market on whether it's going to really start moving to one hundred and sixty or so, and then if there's no bounce, it's You know, because all these iron ore mines are very extended. It's it's been quite the run for them from twenty twenty to now. It's just been prolific.
0: Scott, before I let you go, a bit of a loaded question: What is the the um, relationship between China and Australia and Australia like at the moment?
1: I would say so. When we last talked, I mentioned. I also said uh, the Aussie dollar to eighty odd cents and you know we haven't really well it tested that but then it quickly sort of you know retreated um i would say it's about the same honestly and it there was chatter about the beijing hosting the 2022 winter olympics so there was chatter from a few you know members of government about boycotting that yeah. so if that does, i don't think it's going to happen but i mean that would be but really well, cool if
0: that does then that would yeah. be a catastrophic event right
1: yeah yeah so for now it's stable because the last thing they could have done was done something to the iron ore uh export that we sent to them but they haven't done that so it's for now it's you know in simple terms i i see that it's stable but not good but just
0: and and we're we're in consolidation basically looking for looking for a breakout if i could put it like that
1: yep yeah, the boycott is the breakout indicator there. Yeah.
0: Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. If the listeners want to uh, catch up with you, see what you're doing, where can they find you?
1: So uh, look, you just feel free to contact me on LinkedIn or go to www.forexbriefcase.com or or scottandrews at forexbriefcase.com as well. I got a bunch of followers as well from when you actually did this. So Let's just feel go. free to contact me. I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs>
0: Uh, to our listeners we'll put those links in the comments peace love and prosperity and we'll catch you in the next one cheers